Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You're probably already familiar with Vogue. You know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts. We just want to start today's episode by saying to our listeners and our iTunes reviewers and our Twitter friends, thanks to all, including to our many enemies and those who have fought us and lost so badly they just don't know what to do. Love. I love it. That's actually quite a calming I sound. I think that's the best <laughs> yeah. sound I've ever heard. We're about to try... The Bachelor wine. Olivia, which one is this? Which one are we sampling? Uh, the the final rosé. <laughs> Just look at that wordplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Cheers. 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 Let's see, Let's see how good it is. Um, it probably should have been chilled. You yeah. Could, you could use some ice cubes, I think. <laughs> I will say that... Um, it's very warm. It's warm. <laughs> we should have thought of that. This, They've been this, sitting at my desk. It has notes of warmth. Next time, we'll have to sample either the the fantasy suite, which oh is the God. the Cabernet, or what's the, what's the white on wine? One. The one-on-one. The one-on-one? Uh, why? It's literally the one-on-one. I'd rather drink a two-on-one bottle. Oh, God, me too. Okay, both of those just <laughs> The queen so of the two-on-one. <laughs> yeah, your, your favorite day. Let me... Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. There are a lot of things Nick understands from his time on The Bachelorette. And Paradise. And also The Other Bachelorette. Yeah, like a woman coming to steal him 14 times during one cocktail hour or asking him to Janet Jackson her bare bosoms. But one thing he just can't understand is coming on The Bachelor to date a person you already connected with before the show. I mean, what kind of monster does that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We learned some other fun stuff about Nick this episode. He loves boob birthdays, bridal fashion, and traffic reports. And we're going to break it all down while drinking the Bachelor brand wine with our guest, Olivia Caridi. 
Thanks for joining us, Olivia. Hello, guys. Yeah, it's a party up in here. I'm, I'm already loving this so much. <laughs> it's nothing like being drunk at 10, 13 in the morning. I would to never, really I wouldn't want to be drunk at any other point. Right, no. no. Yeah. It's my favorite. And then I do a full um, day of work. I think I have to get an important call right after this. So Good. I'm going to be really fun yeah. in those meetings. I hope that person um, listens to this podcast <laughs> and knows exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so much to get through in this episode. Yeah. Um, Group date one. It was just all so cringeworthy. I, like every moment of this episode, <laughs> I couldn't even enjoy I agree. it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay, so group date one. I'm just going to take yeah. periodic breaks here to gulp rosé. Yeah, I might yeah. need a refill. Group date one, always a bridesmaid, dot, dot, dot. It's Corinne, Sarah, Alexis, Jasmine, Danielle L., Raven, Lacey, Brittany, Haley, Vanessa Taylor. <sighs> so they get to dress up as brides or <laughs> bridesmaids, but no, no bride that I personally would want to emulate. <laughs> there's like, a, there's an '80s bride, like a a shotgun pregnant bride. That was lo- my favorite. Yeah. Alexis is the shotgun bride. And, of course she is, Loved and it. she's she says, "I didn't know what that was." So she brought a gun. You're <laughs> <laughs> like not supposed. The gun's like, supposed to be. Yeah, to his back. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. You know, we get the idea. Um, but so she's she's now on her second date with Nick, in theory, wearing a an unflattering costume. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a feeling they're just going to do that to her, like, but until she episode. goes home probably yeah. next yeah. week. She'll she's, get one more costume. Yeah. She's super cute now that we see her face. Yeah. She's, she's from Jersey, of, so I, yeah. I definitely, you know, would like her to— you know, hop over the river and yeah. say hello to us. I'd like her to make it far enough well, in the show or that she, she could have some real good dirt to share. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I thought that it was like, so the the concept of the date is that they're, they're doing a photo shoot with different kinds of weddings. There's like a wedding where they're in a pool and... Apparently that's... That's a, a kind of wedding. Apparently, it's a beach wedding. That's not not what a beach wedding is. A beach wedding in a pool. That's just missing the point of being on a beach. But, There's like an know, 80s wedding. There's like a, an Adam and Eve style wedding. And then there were some just, I guess, more traditional ones that they didn't really name that you just saw girls in ball gowns. There's like an 80s wedding for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was Vanessa. With, with like, yeah, the really tacky bridesmaid dresses. But so the the idea is whoever connects with Nick the best during the photo shoot gets a special time with him. The bridesmaids are really at a huge disadvantage here, I got to say, because they have to stand to the side. Yeah, because it's totally. I mean, it's it's a little out of concept to just sort of shove your tongue down the throat of the groom during a wedding. People photo. did, though. People oh, did. Went for it. Yeah. 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 Lacey, really. She was at my house while watching it, and I was like, girl, yes, you go. It was great. She was mortified. It was awesome. (laughs) That's the whole concept of the show. You just got to. Yeah. But so basically, Corinne is the beach bride, I guess. She's wearing a string bikini. Because everyone knows that when you get married on the beach, you must just wear a bikini. Only that. You don't Mm -hmm. don't wear anything Well, she wore like a skirt. Uh, Would we call that a skirt? It was like a drapery, a wrap, a see-through wrap. Sarong, yeah, sarong. Sarong. That's what I was like. What is that? Yeah, sarong. (laughs) Um, And she's really pleased because this means that she's the sexiest. She's the sexiest, and that means that she wins. But Mm -hmm. then they force another girl, Brittany, Brittany, 
to be essentially naked. She looked so good. She, she looked look amazing. Girl crush. That Ugh. behind I felt was. very, very bad about myself. I also I, in a felt, way, I never have after yeah, watching this that show. Was, she looked amazing. Thanks a lot, I will ABC. say... She's wearing basically a thong with. I'm shocked she didn't just break down in tears after it. being told like everyone else gets to wear a gown, and you're naked and you're no top and barely their underwear. Yeah, it's like that scene in uh, Sex in the City when she thinks yes. she's going to be modeling a gorgeous dress and then she models and then jeweled she's given underwear. a pair of yep. jeweled underwear. <laughs> that was exactly that's like it. that. That's all you're wearing. Um. But that's the thing. They're, they're like, yeah, this is what you're going to be wearing. She's like, I'm not a professional model. I th- just thought I was going to be wearing a dress. And poor Brittany is like, I'm not a professional, like, model who's here to be in a photo shoot wearing whatever. I'm here to, like, date a guy. I thought she in looked my amazing. clothes. Oh, yeah. she, she did kept look it together and she yeah. looked She hot. did really well. The person who did not did keep not it together like was Corinne. Corinne. Corinne was very upset that she had been one-upped in the – Nudity department. Yes. So therefore, she took her top off. Which, by the way, she was still wearing more clothes than Brittany because mm-hmm. of her sarong. It's true. The so, sarong never came off. Yeah. Never. Um, but so they were doing their photo shoot in the pool. Um, Corinne sort of takes her, her bikini top off and, and tells Nick to just grab her boobs. Mm-hmm. Which she um, kept talking about. She's just really excellent television. But the way she was talking about taking her top off, it, you would have thought it was just like the biggest, most like deepest risk a woman could take. Like she was like, I made the bold move and I took the I risk. Took at, yeah. my top yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, this is amazing. Amazing. Yeah, she's very impressed with everything that Corinne does. Um, yeah, Corinne is the very third, the third person. I, yeah. I loved it. There's only the, the most terrifying thing about Corinne was Corinne talking in third person. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's I. She definitely sees herself in that sort of larger than life way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I guess that's what you have to do to be able to like be on television mm-hmm. in front of a lot of people and just be like, grab my boobs. I mean, the <laughs> take them. He, there is the risk that he will say no, and that is. But this is Nick, and I think he likes gonna he likes yes. an aggressive lady. Yeah, and he likes touching boobs. That too. That, that's so, where I was going. Two for with one. That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he likes boobs. He, he likes boobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so she gets kind of sloppy drunk later, and is very like he held my boobs in a way <laughs> he, that no, no one has else. ever held them before, and no, no one, one ever, ever will. will. <laughs> I really want to know what that means. Yeah, like is that a spoiler? <laughs> this will be the last. Man. She just spoiled the show. <laughs> the last out. man to hold my breath. He like whispered breath. in her ear. He was like, uh, "No it's one is you. ever going to hold your breast again, <laughs> ever, ever, ever again." Um, I've really never attached such importance to the you the know, holding, the groping of, of the breast. Yeah, um, but mine don't really need to be held. They're kind of self. <laughs> Holding self held, self held. Yeah, they're they're yes. attached to me. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. So you're um, like oddly, they stay on. Occasionally, stay someone on. needs yeah. to do a quick hold yeah, for me. A little, a yeah. little boost. Yeah. A little boost. A just booster. like hold these for a second while <laughs> I can you just push them up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, mm. Also, the photographer uh. made the entire show. He, <laughs> he's perfect. He's in every like banker, banker. You know each other before time. <laughs> Gorgeous. Look at each other. Chemistry now. Like, yes. Was he Do an actor now. or an actual photographer? Uh, f- both. Both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> I mean, this is Los Angeles, right? Olivia's eating our We're sugar fina. These final rose candies is the best yeah. breakfast I've ever had. Yeah, we're, roses we're going real and healthy. Rose. <laughs> roses and oops, sorry. Yeah, I should you know, eat with just, my mouth. It's mouthful. for my um, <laughs> January diet. Mm. So. Yeah. New year, new me. You know, dry diet <laughs> January. Paleo. Just, yeah. different, different forms of sugar <laughs> is this diet. Paleo. Sorry. <laughs> um. So the winner of the competition is Corinne, obviously, because she voluntarily took her top off, mm-hmm. which is a really cool message. Right. Um, and then— Some of the other women are less than thrilled. Yeah. Raven and Vanessa, you can tell, are getting a little fed up. Yeah. They're like, is, that, is this what we're doing? Uh, is this uh, how uh, this show goes? Oh. Oh. Mm. Cool. Yeah. And Taylor, I thought, had a nice moment with him during the oh. photo shoot. Yeah. I thought hers was the best. She's yeah. wise beyond her years. But I didn't see, like, was there ever a point where Nick was like, oh, Corinne is the winner here? Or was it, like, I don't... I, I think the photographer her. picked. Oh, and then, then she got the rose at the end. That was yeah. when Nick picked. Yeah. Nick okay. picked at the end. So the photographer picked Corinne as the winner, and the, the prize was she had to put on a... An actually pretty wedding dress oh, and take great. photos on top of the car that was decorated with, like, just Mary. It's not a great prize. Yeah, it's no. like she gets extra special time with him, which just amounted to, like, sitting on a car. In a costume. But you can't taking talk a few in more a photo photos. shoot because then your mouth right. is like. Yeah. So either way, it wasn't a great yeah. one. <laughs> so she, from what I can interpret, immediately left that photo shoot and started drinking a lot of wine. And we we saw them drinking, like, first thing in the morning. So they started early. Which often they don't show as much. I feel like you see people drunk but don't see them drinking. Like, they don't usually I kind agree. of edit it out. I totally agree. And this For one, we were reason, actually seeing it. For some reason, like it was more present, the, the bottle or yeah, the glass. Yeah, and the glasses. Yeah, I don't know. But you can let us know. Like, how – is there just alcohol around at all times when you're in, like, the oh, mansion my God. portion? Yeah, I mean, like, when you're in a limo or in the mansion, you know, there's vodka – Champagne, wine, you name it. Anything you could ever want. Um, and you have I, nothing to do. Well, I didn't drink. It's not hard to not drink. Um, but Unless it's very easy to drink. Drinker. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, mean, I could tell. She was slurring her words. Yeah. Her oh, eyes yeah. were red. Like, she was drunk. Very drunk. She was very um, drunk. And I just could never get there on, on that show. But there was a lot of drunkenness. I feel like yeah. if you sort of just started going, like, I could see myself, like, I'll have a few drinks and then all of a sudden I'm bored and like right. slurring my words and giving yeah. a lecture to all the other women about re-interruption. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the evening portion got real. Oh, and and meanwhile, Corinne announces that her dad would have been very proud of her for winning the competition through her bold move of taking her top off. Daddy would be proud. <laughs> Even though I was naked, daddy dad would, would be, be proud. proud. Daddy. She really has great one-liners. I will give her that. It's not that he should be embarrassed that she was naked, but just that that her first thought was of her dad being proud. After she got naked. Just like there's a lot of weird Right. I'd prefer not to have um, the initial word association after nudity be dad. Dad. Yeah. 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 Just um, Just like putting it out there. Yeah. I totally agree. 
But she does live with her dad, so, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> a lack of separation there. Multi-million dollar Okay, company. so I got a text <laughs> from a friend of mine last night who was watching with her boyfriend. Oh. And she's like, my boyfriend, Billy, looked this up, and Corinne is not is in sales at the company. She is yes, not the she does CEO. Not she is not the CMO. She's not actually running this company, which does explain how she could take potentially three months off from this multi-million dollar She's, company. She, she ain't running. Yeah. Yeah. So no. just to clarify. Yeah, she ain't running. And several people have pointed out that the business is, it's called like Armor Garage it's or like, something. What, like flooring or tiles? Yeah, it's like, like sell, It's like do it's it It's not home, even something she's going to want to do flooring. for the rest of her life. Well, Probably. but the cool thing about it is that it's online. Oh, yeah. That's what her oh bio God. says. So, I know. I, yeah, know. Uh, I know. I don't know if you've Dream. heard about this little thing called Ugh. the internet. Yeah. The interwebs are yeah. a good thing. But you can thing. surf the yeah. net. Mm. It's one I thing try to, to avoid have surfing a the business, nets. but what if it were online? <laughs> okay. Then she does run it. Then she definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because only millennials yeah. can understand she, the internet. Then she so. for sure runs yeah. it. She's valuable, invaluable to the company. <laughs> So at the evening portion of the date, um, Corinne grabs Nick first and uh, second and third. And basically two seconds into every conversation he's having, Corinne is there like, hi, hi. I loved like the rules of The Bachelor according to Corinne. Like that is fine because she is principled in her interruption. She's classy. if someone then re-interrupts her as Taylor did, you is That is rude. Yeah, that is – Unclassy. It's pointed. It is rude. It is it is a personal attack. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen uh such a switch from just calm to livid <laughs> from from like Corinne on The Bachelor having this nice conversation with Nick and then suddenly being interrupted by Taylor going flying into a she I loved was her upset. monologue. I mean it was so <laughs> long, no one cared. <laughs> But she cared. She put her heart into it. And then when she was talking to Taylor and they just were like, are you okay? Are you okay? Okay. Okay. I'm okay. As long as you're okay. If you're okay, then I'm okay. I don't think you're actually okay about being okay. Are you okay? She she's like as long as there isn't like a situation about, about the, situation, the situation like it's fine okay and then she and then she t- goes to her in the moment she's like I called Taylor out I told no, her you you didn't there she was here's what she was doing okay so Corinne interrupted Taylor like very early in the conversation Taylor then goes back for more time Corinne has had plenty of time with Nick at that point yes. but Corinne is very upset so she sits down with Taylor and tries to get Taylor to appear to be the one to start the fight. Mm -hmm. So she keeps goading Taylor to say that she's upset, but Taylor won't take the bait. Taylor keeps just saying, yep, I enjoyed my time. Yeah. We had a great conversation. Um, I love it. She is... You don't mess with the therapist. Yeah. Taylor knows what's (laughs) going on. She's how to communicate. (laughs) Digesting everything, seeing what's up with Corinne right here. How can I help her emotionally? <laughs> She's gonna like slip her her card yeah. after and be like, "Girl, we, let yeah. me. I, I I did all of this while you yeah. were talking. I and yeah. just to be clear, this. I love therapy. This is not to make light. Therapy of is my favorite care. thing ever. Yeah, uh, I go to therapy. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should be in it. I agree, yeah. especially Second. Corinne. Yeah, <laughs> especially Corinne. I I worry mm-hmm. about her. Um, me too. And she does not worry about herself though. <laughs> no, Corinne is. 
happy with Corinne. Corinne is very happy with herself. Well, but that's exactly the best. Like, she thinks she's very strong and bold, but she's actually just exposing all her vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And you know Taylor's who knows about vulnerabilities <laughs> is Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Taylor goes back to, for this conversation with Nick, and she seems really happy with how it went. Mm-hmm. I felt like Nick was sort of like, meh. Yeah. Like, that. she kind of says some things, and Can Nick— Can I say that I think— Nick is meh about everybody. I kind of feel like he is. I think too. he's meh about most of them. I, yeah. I haven't once on this entire season, which we're only two episodes in, but like seen any rom- romantic sparks of any kind. Yeah, actually, whatsoever. I think you're right. Right, you have a little bit of sexual chemistry. Nothing, maybe, nothing a little, lasting. But nothing, nothing where I'm like, oh wow. No, they like are look, a match. He will enjoy making out with Corinne. Do I think that yes. she's the type of person that he? would want to have a long-term relationship with? No. No. Yeah. I like, And most of the time when he has a conversation that appears to be more in-depth, he just has a hard time looking interested. Very, <laughs> he's he, so he's, uninterested. There, I mean, he's like, let me ask you about your career. Mm, yes, tell very me, interesting. what is your favorite color? And then looks away like, I don't <laughs> really like, care what you're good. saying. Good. Well, we have successfully had this conversation <laughs> I've officially well. knocked this check, off check, my yeah, list of check, questions check. I have to ask from you. my presence. Okay, Not bye. into it. Not into it. Yeah, it was pretty uncomfortable to watch because, I don't know, like, Taylor got a different read on this, and Taylor is a therapist, as we mentioned recently. Mm-hmm. But I'm someone who's very socially anxious, so I'm always very attuned to whether people seem to be uncomfortable around me Definitely, or don't want to talk yes. to me. And I was getting so many vibes like that during the whole episode. The whole episode, totally. <laughs> that I could barely watch. Yeah, totally. oh, it was painful. I, I wanted like to hide he, under my. Coffee Nick had table. a decent conversation with Raven, who sort of grew on me decent. this episode. Yeah. Like, I, you know, she I don't know. She came off as very straightforward. Yeah, she's kind of no bullshit. I mean, she told him that he had glitter on his nose, so <laughs> that was pretty deep. I mean, true love. Yeah. If I can tell a man <laughs> there's something on his face, <laughs> I'm a straight shooter. <laughs> okay, so back at the house, we start the Liz saga. Mm. Oh, God. I like I like don't even want it. this whole thing was so painful. I don't so even know. Stupid. So Liz confides in Kristen about the fact that she slept with Nick, which like, hey, if you're kind of holding that, you need yeah, to tell someone. Say something. Yeah, you need to find someone that you feel like can be your friend and dish to them. I also someone messaged us about this and apparently Charlene pointed this out in her recap last night. Mm-hmm. So I want to call it out now. Liz, they keep playing this clip where Liz says, we had sex. Yes. And if you listen to it carefully, you can tell she said it once, and they are literally looping that audio and editing it into every single thing she says. So she appears to be much more obsessed and readily speaking about how they slept together than she actually is. I I want to put that out there. I also have to think that the producers only talk to her about that one thing. Like that, right? I mean, I, I have a feeling she actually could have done pretty well if if all of that hadn't even been. Oh yeah. A oh thing. yeah. I mean, she's age appropriate yeah. for Nick. She's one hundred percent his type. Oh, she absolutely. She seems very smart and accomplished. They have mutual friends. Like, I I just think, yeah, they were. I could tell they're looping that yeah. one thing yeah. all the time. And of course, people shut up about it. She's not the one talking about it constantly. That was no. the same. She had maybe a couple of conversations with Kristen about it, yeah. which, like, 
fair. Which and is fine. Yeah, you have a friend. You're sitting around a house doing nothing yeah. and, like, you slept with the guy. I would talk about it, too. Yeah. And we have to talk, though, about having a couple conversations with Kristen because the, <laughs> yeah. she appeared to be having one conversation with Kristen. But they had seven outfit changes. There's so yeah. many outfit changes. Yeah. She's like, Kristen, um, Nick and I have a history. Cut to new shot. Kristen and Liz in completely different outfits different and Different headband entirely. Yeah. So, yeah, we did hook up that night. Cut to Kristen and Liz, different hairstyles and makeup and outfits. There was just no we they, they were like, we're not even going to try to have a continuity here. The continuity, the whole night, I it was just pointing out It just created the impression that moment. they had a conversation that just la- that was like epic. It was like a breakup fight that lasted oh, wait, for hours. I need to shower and change and yeah. then we can we'll come, come back We're going to revisit we'll this Tell after Tell me more dinner. about how you made out in the hallway. <laughs> what about the hallway? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I the hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so, like, I'm sure that she had her reasons, but I thought it was funny that Liz chose Kristen as the one most likely to be non-judgmental when Kristen it's is like, obsessed I am saving with myself saving herself for, for marriage, marriage. And I feel very strongly about and, this. And, like, Kristen kept saying, oh, I can't even say what Liz told me on and Liz family is like, yeah, television. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, literally. And ABC basically showed everything Liz said. Everything. And I Kristen know, was like, like, I can't say. It's family, family television. That was, like, was the like, okay, we'll show it. It's family very family-oriented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to play Liz saying it, it 50 times an hour, <laughs> so you don't have to say it. I but. loved that. I laughed really hard at that. Uh, um, but but Kristen kept her secret pretty well um, yeah, in she, the end. No, she did. So, I give her credit for that. Yeah. She, uh, you know, I don't think that she was very sympathetic about Liz's behavior, but she yeah. was. But I do think she acted as like a you know, decently good confidant. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. <laughs> at best. <laughs> Decent at best. I mean, she did eventually bring it up to Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is why I have trust issues just a little bit. Like, girl, you didn't need to tell him. He could have let Liz tell him. Right. Yeah. That was – that whole ep- – I, I mean, I have thoughts about how Nick handled I do that too. Yeah. So okay. So let's Liz get – Let's get through it. really and quickly – Talk a bit about um, Danielle's one-on-one. First, we have to point out um, Nick gave Corinne the group date rose, which is another thing that really disappointed me about this episode. I know. He's got to know. Like, at one point, he even said to Corinne, like, she came to steal him again. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know why the girls are waiting to, like, take you. And he was like, oh, well, there's, like, a balance, I guess, between – Coming for time and, and being, being polite. Rude. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, like, he knows that she is yes. the villain in the house. Like, he knows that she's pushing the girl's buttons. Mm-hmm. And I, like, he clearly is playing into that narrative on purpose, I think. He's, like, a pretty self-aware guy. I think that he's he's playing along with production I a totally lot yeah, in this episode. I think so. I think so. And I think Corinne is, too. Yeah, I was wondering yeah, I your thoughts that. on <laughs> No, oh, I also want to be careful to, to not conflate Olivia's role on her season with Corinne's because I know that you were getting a lot of tweets and I feel like there's this weird thing that people do where it's like, oh, she's framed as like the quote villain. Yeah. Therefore, all of these we're people all are the same. same. Yeah. We're not and, the like, same. I never took my top off. <laughs> like I never right, like, but you're just your personality. even if we're just going by edit, we're your totally personalities are not the same. No. We're totally different people. Someone even quote-unquote tweeted me, watch what you're saying because you were her last year. 
I'm like, I, I was, I was Corinne. I was her. I was physically her. Like you're both. Give blonde, me more credit. So. Yeah, we're blonde. Yeah. That's about yeah. all we have in common. Right. <clears throat> no, I was, I was laughing at that. I mean, it's the same way that people are obsessed with the idea that like everyone framed as the villain must date Chad, who is like a literal sociopath. That's what that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone thinks now. Now from, they've gone from me being perfect for Chad to Corinne being perfect. For I, mean, Chad. I would not yeah. wish like, Chad on any woman. Never. Yeah. I, never. I, I, I've yet to see a woman on The Bachelor that I think could actually deserves to. Chad. To deal with right. that, yeah. Okay, um, so and and yeah, and then Corinne gives the the enormous speech that's like, I earned this, Rose. I gave him me. I gave him Corinne. Be yourself. <laughs> and, I was just me. She's slurring, and all the slurring. other girls are just sitting there, being like, "Can we move along?" She's like, "I was just me, guys. That's all guys, I did. I was just, just Corinne." They're like, just "You me. don't have to convince us." And they're like, "We you got yeah, the we got Rose it. Already. We got it. It's, it's yeah, fine. It's great." That's that's where you really fall down is when you can be the villain, but you can't also be the thought leader in the house. No. <laughs> no. Can't be the guru of the no. house and the villain. No. Um, okay. So the one-on-one comes. Pretty – Was there a one-on-one? Right. Not a lot of screen not, time. Uh, not notable. Um, Danielle M., she's very nice. Cute. They're both from the Midwest. She's super cute. She's a really sad backstory. Mm-hmm. Lacey calls her um, like – Lacey was like, I'm so happy Danielle M. got the one-on-one because I didn't even know a girl could be that nice. So she's well-liked in the house. Lacey loves her. She was talking all night last night about how much she loves her. Danielle seems really nice. Mm -hmm. She almost seems like so nice that I, like, couldn't deal with it. Like, every time she talked, I was like— I need her to to like someone, make a bitch someone comment. Was like, someone was like, "Was she sedated before this?" Day? <laughs> but she's then, cute. I love yeah. girl with a bob. Oh yeah, she had a great, great bob, great hair, no extensions. I love it. She's yeah. super Natural. cute, and she's like a little older, a little more mature. Mm-hmm. She has a career. Like I, I'm very into her. But Not this often, Nick. no, this often happens though. In the first one on one, it's usually someone who's like. Very nice, who the lead's mm-hmm. going to have a decent enough connection with, but not usually someone who's, like, a contender for yeah. final two. Right. Like, it was, like, Derek or something last season. Yeah, like, always someone who's, like, a really solid human, My but not— My season was Kayla. Mm. She went yeah. far. Right. But went far. Super nice. Yeah. Great like, girl. Yeah, great person, but, like, maybe not, not going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she uh, tells Nick— just very straightforwardly that she lost her fiance like five years prior um, from an overdose. From an overdose, and Ugh. that she found him, Jeez. and she did not know that he had an addiction, which is just like so three punches in a row. Yeah. That <laughs> is a lot. Um, it was such an awkward setup because it came right after Nick was like, "Look, I got dumped on national TV. I don't know if you know." And, and you know that that was, like, a producer. Like, you need there to was say no the way thing. she, Yeah, like, to say the spiel again just was so redundant and stupid. Everybody knows. Right, like, we, like they've all watched. Everybody all knows. Watched. She knows that you were on the show a hundred times. Let's be real. I will say that when she made that big, like, shocking yeah. reveal, I felt like he showed some maturity in his Uh, response. Absolutely. Because I felt like if it were a younger bachelor like a Ben Higgins, that's a moment where you would see some deer in the headlights. Yeah, like what do I say now? Yeah. A a little stumbling. No, he was very warm and, you know, I thought they had a good conversation about it. 
Yeah. And and it's a difficult thing because these people, two people don't know each other. And she just shared, you know, probably the most traumatic, intimate thing that's ever happened to her. I do love at the beginning of their little dinner portion, she said to him, I don't know anything about you. And I was like, thank you. Finally. <laughs> right. You're like, Someone admits strangers. that you don't actually know anything about each other by that point. Well, that was, I guess, kind of. In theory, the jumping off point for him being like, I got dumped on national TV. And I was like, well, did like, she mean she didn't the know one that? Thing that's she what does she know. meant. <laughs> yeah. That she doesn't know you. Right. Their only thing to know is that I was dumped on national TV. And also I'm from Wisconsin. And I'm Midwestern. <laughs> yeah. And um, and now he does a lot of uh, lifting rocks. Yeah. Uh, so she gets the rose, and Nick gives, like, a nice little speech. He says, like, what I saw tonight was a woman with incredible strength. I connected with Danielle in a much more profound way than I thought I would. And I was like, oh, what? Nick, right. Nick knows words other than amazing and incredible. And literally. That's cool. <laughs> That's real great. Yeah. Kudos um, to Nick. We're going to take a quick break, but stick around. When we get back, we'll have more with Olivia Creedy. Stay with us. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like 
vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan, and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. 
It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Before we get back to the show, have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. Okay, now back to the show. Group date number two. Group date number two. We need to talk dot, dot, dot. And it's funny because Liz actually needs to talk to him, she points out. um, So weird. And she is on the group date date. along with Kristen, uh, uh uh-oh, Astrid, Jamie, Christina, and Josephine. Josephine. And um, they go to the Museum of Broken Relationships, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I was like, was I want to just go there. I don't want to watch you people like, no, act yeah. things can out. I want to. Can museum? we know more about Where the museum? Can you give the address, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have read about it before. Me too. I've heard um, of it. And uh, so then they go see like Nick's exhibit, it, which I, is really boring. I we have it all should have had two rings. To be fair, ring. I don't think he ever got to pick out a ring for Andy because oh, she came that, she that dumped, morning. Yeah, she dumped true. him first. But yeah, that was like I'm like Ugh, I want to hear about these other exhibits. We all know yeah. that you picked out a Neil Lane ring. Yeah, yeah. we got it. And then he got to give another little speech about how it allowed him to learn about hope and change and. <laughs> Moving America forward (laughs) into a brighter future. (laughs) I love it. And and then the craziest thing happens, which is there in the Museum of Broken Relationships, (gasps) this couple starts having this insanely dramatic breakup. Like, whoa, they're they're fighting. They're airing their dirty laundry. Who was it that like I felt so bad that production like made them say it like. Well, oh my this god, is this awkward. is so crazy that this is happening between this couple right in How front of us. How could this happen right here, yeah. right now? <laughs> I feel like I think it was Josephine, maybe. I'm like, I don't girl, I'm not sure. We, come on. Sorry, I just finished my rose. Um yeah, there's we, more. We Anyone more. want to pour up? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's a slap. She, she storms out. Everyone gasps. There's a very familiar sounding clip at that point of a woman saying I'm done here. I'm done. Um, It turns out Josephine did not say that. Um, 
And it turns out that turns out the slap was nothing. It was as usual. I know. It's like which, I could have told. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think anyone who's watched this show enough times, whatever they are teasing is, is not, not the going context to of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I thought there was like a three percent chance that it was a real slap, but. Um, as soon as that couple started arguing, I was like, nope. no, it's not a real 100%, slap. 100% no. not a real slap. Um, so they're going to act out breakups in order to – there's some sort of purpose no, to that. It wasn't communication. Really stated, honestly. It was just like, Wait, let's why did act we, out a breakup. Let's just break up for there, fun. There's some, something so like about, in preparation for when Nick actually this dumps is, all This of is you. Nick practicing what he will say to you when he breaks up with you. Yeah, he's like taking notes. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a good line. Practice oh, makes yeah. perfect, you guys. <laughs> I think that this is their chance to break up with him. Because they know they will be dumped. Yeah, and then they, like, they'll get to look back on that after he dumps them and be like, at least I got some real good shots in, you know? Mm-hmm. None of the breakups were even like good. Like I, that, um, the Josephine one, where she just for some reason created him. a situation where Nick was an alcoholic. <laughs> I was like, she what? went straight for the, <laughs> the Russian girl. What was it like? Something about teeth or oh, because she's a dental, dental hygienist. hygienist. Oh, I missed that. I was like, yeah. why are we breaking up over <laughs> dental stuff? She's oh, like, did you did you brush your teeth this morning? Yes. Well, did you floss? No. No. You know I I'm a dental oh hygienist and I care up. about your oral health. And then he he made a joke about, about oral, oral sex. sex yeah. Oh, did he? Yes, yeah. I didn't hear that. He was See, like, I I'm, thought you were gonna take that in a different direction or something like that. Yeah. Oh, have mercy. Um, have mercy. Astrid like gives him back his rose because she he's dating other women, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, most of them are pretty pretty straightforward. Right. But this whole time we're leading up to. I do have to say quickly Liz. about Josephine. It was it was bold, but like I don't think that you can. I I felt like it was still kind of shady to just like smack someone. Yeah, it was yeah. Weird. I don't and think even he sh- was. He didn't find it. Like he was. I mean, like, who wants no? No one should be hit in the face. Like yeah. let's just use that as a baseline. I know. Reality. I was like, like if you're acting out in a play, a slap, you are prepared ahead of time. Right, and you actually know how to <laughs> you know stage how to a do slap, it. Yeah, yeah, so that you're not actually injuring each other. But she just hit him. Yeah, she's like, like to be him. clear, she just hit him in the face. It's like if you just Bye hit him. someone, and then you're just like, "But I was joking." And you're like, "That's, that's not, not no." That's not an excuse that is no, acceptable. It's like I think that's the first time I've been slapped in the face. I hope I it's was the last. surprised by that. Yeah. Um, but that was weird. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of commentary like that this season. Yeah. Um, and then we, we're leading all the way up to Liz. Mm-hmm. And the whole time. Who whips out a script. Well, <laughs> and, and we have to say that in when they are in the museum portion mm-hmm. of this date, she keeps trying to have conversations with him. And he, like, will not make, make eye, eye contact with her. And I felt so much secondhand embarrassment and discomfort watching this. Because I feel like most people have been in a situation where you've had some sort of romantic entanglement with someone or hooked up with them, and then, like, you try to be normal and you can sense that they don't want to be around you and they don't want to, like, look at you. And I just, I was just, like, having horrible, just generalized flashbacks to that feeling. And I just think that was where Nick, Nick lost me there. I thought that was stupid and rude and disrespectful to not make eye contact with her. I mean, I I will say, like, Ben on my season, did everything in his power to make people feel comfortable. And I think 
in a situation that's so awkward and like you don't she doesn't deserve it takes two to tango you got in the sheets with her too so for you to act like she's disgusting and I can't even look at her and like the you're you being here is making me awkward like that's right and yeah. I totally understood the you know episode one having that sort of putting the question out there right. like hey I it's weird to me that you declined my number and then showed up I'm not sure how to feel about this and that all tracked with me this episode I felt really weird and gross about yeah. all yeah. of their interactions. He should have had that conversation with her right away. Right. And instead yes. he walked away from it I agree. in a way that felt kind of like he was trying to punish her. I yes. totally. And and then he kept not having it. He could have set up a conversation. He could have had mm-hmm. it while they were at the museum. He kept waiting and putting her in this situation of limbo. And I think he did it to create drama because he knew she was going to be feeling isolated. She was going to talk to someone in the house. And he knew which is he what was going to send her home. He didn't – their conversation, he wasn't even really he wasn't listening, listening to what she was saying. And just like the way he was during this – I mean, yeah, the breakup speech thing was really awkward. But he was like looking up in the air like he was just grossed out by her – you know, like play along. Okay, yeah, it was really awkward. It was weird, but after also, she you've was done, been on this show. It was so obvious that a producer was in her ear, being like, "This is your chance." He's been avoiding you. This is your chance to be on it. Like you can just see how that was set up. Like I have, I just find it funny that he's giving crap to the girl who might have come on the show to meet or you know fall in love with him when this is your fourth time doing this, bro. Yeah. Like, so this was another like thing was, I was thinking about afterwards, and I. I think I tweeted this and texted Claire about it. I was like, why is the cardinal sin of this show going on TV in part because you want to go on TV? Presumably, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that everyone has, you know, quote unquote, impure intentions, which isn't even a thing. But like, if you're going on television, you at least in part mm-hmm. think it would be fun and interesting and cool to be on television. Of or course. else why would you? You'll fall in love normally. There's no other way to find love. Like, that's your only (laughs) shot is to, like, you're like, the last thing I want to do is be on television. But I I want to find love, so I have to go on. No, you're you're like, I want to go on this cool trip. And also maybe maybe I'll find love and that would be really awesome. It would be great. And every person who's been on the show that we have interviewed, even, like, Sean and Catherine, who— you know, are in love and have a baby. They were like, yeah, neither of us even went on the show initially thinking we would find love at all. Yeah. We thought it would be a cool experience. We thought it would be a good break from our jobs that we right. didn't like. And then, you know, we met each other and it was awesome. And it worked out. But yeah. yeah. Like, there were just the, – the whole situation with her, I I didn't think he handled that right I all. agree. And he should have just sent her home night, the night one, one. And instead he played along with creating – drama because he clearly knew he didn't he felt uncomfortable and he didn't want her there which is totally his prerogative but like to drag it out was just kind of crappy to me it just it was obvious that that was all a producer ploy like he could have done a lot more to at least act semi-interested in the fact that she was there or like Mm -hmm. semi-interested in hearing her out it just seemed to me like oh you know you got to keep her here she's got to stay here we've got to drag the storyline like don't roll your eyes when she's talking. That's just rude. Yeah, he w- he kept saying, you know, I I really want to be open and find a reason to get. He didn't want to find a reason to give a reason. her a chance. He wasn't listening at all. And even earlier in the day, when they were w- wandering around the museum, he would kind of wander past her and say a few words to her, and she would sort of try to engage, engage and he and would, he walk, would away. walk away, and she would be left sort of. 
stunned. So immature. It was very – I was very disappointed. And Jade was tweeting about this and has spoken about it. Liz is her best friend. And um, and Jade obviously knows Nick. They're friends. And, you know, Jade knew that that Liz was coming on the show and encouraged her to go on the show because she wanted to, to give things with Nick another chance. And And Jade really thinks that Liz got a bum rap. And yeah, was course. disappointed by how Nick handled it. And I, I I just feel like it's so weird to me that Nick wouldn't give his friend's best friend a little uh, bit more yeah. understanding. Right. Or benefit of the doubt. Right. Especially because he's someone who had come on the show right. to explore a relationship with someone that he right. like, And he know, presented it in to. this way. He was like, did she come here to get to know me better? Or... To be on TV, and I was like, "Well, you of all people should know that it could be both." Yes, of <laughs> right. All right. That's the thing. It, it you could want both. Yeah, because obviously, if you're going to go on television, you have to in part want to go on television. You're not making some great, grand, yeah. selfless sacrifice. And if like, you do end up falling in love, half of your life is like public eye slash right. te- television slash interviews. That's part of it. Yeah. Um. I just think he was kind of over it. And he even sort of said this. He's like, oh, when you said no, like, I closed off to you. Like, I said goodbye to you in my head. And I think that there are certain people who Mm -hmm. function that way where they're like, once I'm done, I'm done. Which, again, is fine. But then send her home night one because you already knew that. Like, nothing changed. Yeah. Uh, And and she, I think— understandably wanted a different kind of guy. And and she has this – her breakup speech was sort of that that she herself was a little closed off that night. And when he asked for a number, she said no but kind of hoped that he would try harder and he didn't. And she was like, you're going to meet someone that you'll fight for, for harder than that. And I think most women have dated a guy who was only – interested if you made it really easy for them. Yeah, yeah totally. And that never ends up working out because yeah, men men are socialized to fight for for the the women that they want to be with. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of they know that that's how it works. If he's not fighting, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um and it's it might be sexist, but that's just how they're so like I used to be like I shouldn't expect that from them because that's unfair, but then I ended up dating people who didn't care about me because mm-hmm. I I was like, it's okay that they're not fighting for me. And I think um, also women are socialized to be overly accommodating. That's also true. Yeah, totally. Um, also, there was like a weird um, setup where after that, Nick talks to all the women before her. because And he like can't concentrate on the conversations because he's worried about the conversation with Liz. Yeah, so we why just didn't sort of talk skim, to her first? We also just sort of skim over like the really – what could have been a really interesting conversation about the fact that Jamie has dated a woman. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought, like, I think that's so awesome. I that agree. The Bachelor is featuring, yeah. you know, a queer woman of color who is open and wants to talk about these things. Yeah. And I thought they had a really funny, like, banter Change, about how yeah. she's like, yeah, don't worry, I won't go after I won't the go women for that all I the like. girls you want. <laughs> yes. I was like, that's awesome. I just felt like he was, you know, by him saying, I'm going to talk to all the girls and see if they bring it up. I feel like he was he was letting the women write the narrative for him. Like depending on what they bring up, that's when I'll say something. Right. It just was no, he off. was 100% 
facilitating drama, even though he was acting like he was trying to avoid it. Absolutely. Like, the, the, clearly on. the most straightforward thing to have done would be to settle this with Liz night one or, barring that, to settle it with her before. Yes. Yeah. When she's on the state. Right. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, no, these women are going to think I've been lying to them and they're going to leave. Also, that's so ridiculous. He's known them for a week and he slept with her nine months ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Moving along. I can't imagine what the logic would be behind leaving because of this. No one will leave. Also, no I don't think leave. any of the tears that they teased for next week are actually about I Liz. I bet they're totally something Because else. she's gone. So there's not even that drama of when Nick came into Caitlyn's season late of, saying. like, yeah. advantage or whatever. It's like he sent her home. So oh, she's, he's on. not coming home with her. So Maybe it'll be like a Chad situation where you hear like a whistle in the woods and Liz is back. Oh. And everyone's like. Liz uh, has a little more self-respect. <laughs> yeah, I right think, I think right when done. he was like, can I walk you out? She's like, yeah, yeah. Yes, let me get me the fuck yeah. out of yeah. here. <laughs> you, you, I, I'll just see myself out. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we did kind of jump over the, the Jamie conversation. Um, well, it didn't get. It didn't get any love. Well, he was just like, okay, but like, what do you know about me and Liz, though, is the thing. (laughs) Um, And Chris like, I I sense that you're trying to tell me something about yourself, but moving. But I'm not listening. (laughs) Kristen is the only one who who knows. And um, and so he finally gets that out of her. Um, She doesn't seem that upset, though, by it, Kristen. By the fact that Liz had hooked up with him? Yeah. No. She seems a little, like, judgy because she's not someone who yeah. is into casual sex. But yeah. besides that, like, she's certainly not leaving the house. But if she's judgy about casual sex, why is she there to date Nick? Like, that is his brand. <laughs> yeah. he, his brand it's is casual, casual sex, sex is cool. Right. He is the man who has made the Bachelor franchise acknowledge sex. Yeah, his brand is like, what's wrong with sex anyway. Let's just all have sex. Yeah. <laughs> and talk about it. Um, speaking of which, um, the little clip we get at the end is of Alexis celebrating the first birthday of her fake boobs. Love it. <laughs> She's just love it. A gem. Love with, it. With two matching cupcakes. Which they apparently were disgusting. How do you have a bad cupcake? They both bit into the cupcakes of all and they the were like, Ugh. things this show does, like <laughs> helicopters and all this stuff. You couldn't just get a yummy cupcake. Yeah, How is the food? Get a yummy cupcake. That, you, that they give you. I mean, the, the mansion is great because there's like a grocery list and they will buy whatever's on the grocery list. Oh. Um, and then, as of course, as you're traveling, you know, that we have room service. Well, not room service, but like they have a, the a giant room with a bunch of tables and they'll have basically like a restaurant in the room because people, we can't go in like in public anywhere. Right. But the food, like, in Mexico City, there was fish and vegetables and dessert bars. It was great. The food was awesome. That was my favorite part. (laughs) I loved the food. I I think that's the real reason that the age range is always, like, 21 to 25. Because once I hit 26, I just started gaining weight every time I looked at a piece of cake. (laughs) So if you cooped me up in a hotel with a dessert bar for six weeks. Luckily, they took the food away, like, after an hour. I was like, thank God, because I would just come and keep eating. Yeah. So bad. When you have nothing to do, like, and there's delicious food there. Oh, yeah. I mean. That's what I would, yeah. That's already what I do with my time. 
So, Olivia, how was your um, watch party last night? All day I was wanting to have a watch party, and then as the day was wearing on, I was kind of like, I really don't want to have people over. But <laughs> I I take live tweeting so seriously that while the show is airing, like, I don't talk to people. I don't. Oh. Yeah. It's so same. serious to me. It's like a job. <laughs> I have to make people laugh on Twitter oh, or yeah. I'm not doing anything right. I just was defending Corinne because uh, this show would be nothing without her. Yeah. She's great TV. So let's all just love on her a little bit and like give her a break because she makes this show. I want that to meet so her. True. I'm always I'm She's always like curious. She's like a classic bachelor villain in the best way where she, she has just to be on here. She like well, I remember when Chad was the villain and I was like I don't like this. Yeah. This is bad. Cuz it's Corinne he's is a real bad, bad guy. <laughs> I just I don't know. I I I tweeted something like people need to appreciate villains. This show without if it was just people sitting around at a table holding hands and singing kumbaya, this wouldn't be a show. So, right. you know, enough with, like, the ripping ripping her and ripping everyone. I got it, too. It's fine. I get it. But I, I was just like, come on, people. There's She's, also a way to like, make I fun say, of the show and even, like, be like, eh, that person's not someone I'd want to be my right. best friend. And there's, like, a line, right? I mean, look, right. Corinne, uh, what's airing right now is a little terrifying. <laughs> and we are—I don't exactly like being compared to her, but she is a human. Yes. And, uh, you know, there was alcohol and pressure and weirdness. And, heck, I, I love the show because of her. She's awesome. Oh, I, yeah. As I said, I tweeted last night, like, I'm like, say what you will, but she is fabulous She's a disaster. TV. I love like, it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But having someone to tweet— um, mocking things about is part of the it's value important. of a villain <laughs> um unfortunately it's for current yeah and that's why we then you know we'll we'll have her on the show thank you we'll Corinne, for allowing me to tweet <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly we we need her anyway so any predictions for next week before we wrap it up just that the tears are not about liz that's my one prediction no one's gonna go home no one's I mean, people will be like, oh, my God, wow, that Liz story. But she's not there, so they can't drag that out for right. that and long. Then I guess there'll be a rose ceremony at the beginning of Oh, and a cocktail episode? party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone will be asking him about Liz. So she will still get airtime even though she's not there. Poor girl. Right. I know. I hope she's just not watching. We uh, saw um, Vanessa sort of saying to Nick— are you here to find a wife or someone, or someone you to can fuck, like, around, fuck with. around with? I like her. I think that's going to be about Corinne. Yes. I agree. Oh, yeah. I don't that's think not that's about, about Liz. Liz. Yeah. No. I think people are honestly, so they're, everyone's going to go home. To, uh, the girls from the cocktail party on the group date are going to talk about the disaster that Corinne was. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the anger was directed towards her. Coming yeah, home with yeah. a group date rose after everyone is saying, oh, she stole him a hundred times that's probably where the the ridiculous thing is that nick is so worried that people are going to be upset about liz and he very knowingly Mm -hmm. like stirred up drama in the house by giving a group date rose to someone that he's got to know is not popular he's got the experience he's got the producer insight he knows she's not popular Lacey got some good airtime of her in the moments cut with her just like nodding at Corinne. Yeah. Like, you, okay, you're really you're she's really like, talking like, about mm-hmm, this right mm-hmm, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You really won the whole group date, didn't you? Yeah, and mm-hmm. then as far as what else is happening, it, it was just tears. I didn't see anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I it didn't even really inform my top four, except that last night made me think Raven does way better than I thought. 
I agree. Based on the first I was, episode. I was, I had an idea of who I thought was going to win, and then last night kind of threw me, like, just a little bit. But I can't listen to that accent for a long time, so. She won't win. I think she might, she will make it a lot farther along than I thought, though. I agree. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm still, I'm still holding out for Vanessa. I think I mean, she's, that's, I, yeah. she, to me, got that first episode winner edit to me. Yeah. I agree. So. And she's gotten the, like, I just call out Nick in all the right ways. Yeah. She got to be a bride, and she, like, got the first wedding dress. She was cute, but not, like, yeah. I'm, nothing I'm judgmental. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, no, that, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Who do anyone that you think is going to get sent home at the rose ceremony? I don't even know half their names I don't yet. even, um, maybe, as much as I like Jamie's story— I think she got friend zoned a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree. So I think. Uh, you no, know, I wish we would have seen more of her. But I, you're, I yeah, mean, if you're they right. were if they were going to drag that story out, they would have done it then. So I think they would have made it a reveal rather than yeah. just like dropped it in. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you're right. She, she might go zone. home. Um, and then uh, no one is like I haven't really. Gotten, I think some of the ones that I don't know their name. I hate to go. say like I think. Um, I actually don't even know what episode Lacey goes home, but I think she might. Just based on yeah. airtime, like, I think. I yeah. felt like she's got the friend edit a little bit. Too. She's getting a friend edit. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She kissed him once, but it was, like, it was not, not really there. Yeah. yeah. I could see so. Christina going home. Which Christina is, is the. Oh, oh, the Russian. No, I actually yeah. think she's going to stick around a little longer. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we will find out. Yeah, we'll out. see. I would we say Brittany, but see. she got to hang out in her. All oh, Brittany. Together. So she I, I know. I'm like, I wait, literally know no one. one. I'm so sorry. I'm I think the there's a blonde Elizabeth, and I feel that she will go home because a blonde. She Elizabeth. got yeah, Elizabeth W, the one who wore a wedding dress. Night one. Night one. Which she then posted on nothing. Instagram, and she was definitely wearing a wedding. I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Um, nothing. She was second out of the limo, I think. I remember her dress, but I can't picture her yeah. face. Okay, our producer is is telling us that we have yet again <laughs> babbled hey, on for too long. <laughs> shut up, Nick. You. Okay. All right. So next week, let's hope that that Nick is a little bit better behaved with the ladies. I agree. Get it together, dude. dude. And that it's more enjoyable to watch unless like me hiding behind my blanket being like, um, this is painful. I, at least Liz is gone, which I liked Liz, but that whole storyline was. Cringe, 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 nonstop. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for the pleasure as always. I literally I ate all of these. I'm sorry. (laughs) All the candies and all the wine. Oh man, nutrition (laughs) facts. Only eleven. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented feminism fail scale. One, you do you, bro. Two. That's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. First, Corinne thinks the girl with the least clothes on looks the best and makes the best impression and therefore wins all the things. Women are more than just sex machines, lady. Corinne, I think, you know, you just have some some growth to do. We're going to give that a three. Yeah, she's got some self-esteem issues, maybe. Next, Josephine smacks Nick by surprise. Um, violence, even non-consensual dramatic violence, isn't okay just because you're a woman. We're going to give that a three. 
And then several women basically called Corinne a whore for taking her top off. There's there's a lot of slut shaming going on around Corinne. There there are so many other things to poke fun at her about. Let's just not go there. We're going to give that one a 3.5. And jumping off of that, it's repeatedly stated that Nick can't marry a woman who is um, <clears throat> sexually open. Um there's a major Madonna horror complex going on in this episode, and it's really unsettling. We're going to give that a four because we should have left that in the last century. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Olivia Caridi, and our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, please remember to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook, so please go and like us. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily Rose. Or you can send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks for listening. You're probably already familiar with Vogue, you know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts.